Something to Make It So-So, a podcast about bad Star Trek episodes. My name is Newman. I'm Beth. And I am Dan. And this episode, we are doing a very special Which One's Worse versus episode. It is episode 11001001 from the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation, episode 14, versus The Human Centipede 3. Um, all right, let's go, guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, Basically, the way this episode will work is we'll talk about the Star Trek episode, and then at the end of the show, we will discuss Human Centipede 3 for just a brief moment, and then we will decide which one is the absolute worst of the two. Um, okay. Okay, so 11001001, I'm going to try and say that a lot in this episode, <laughs> is about uh, the, the Enterprise undergoing maintenance again. I feel like all these episodes are going to start like that. <laughs> uh, undergoing maintenance, and they need to fix specifically uh, not only other systems, but the holodeck as well, which I believe is from a previous episode where a probe invaded the holodeck. Oh, I don't remember. But I'm I believe not, you I'll that later. Okay. Um, and then the ship is taken over by a group of binary beings. The binars. The binars. The binars, yeah. Um, who we never see again. <laughs> yeah, Star singular. Trek. One ever. god. <laughs> um, and yeah, they take they take over the ship, and we will discuss what happens because of that, and as a result of that. Okay. Um, we chose this episode because a long time ago, <laughs> Dan and I watched this one years ago. Yeah. And uh, we were both kind of infatuated with the lady in red, uh, but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um. First thing I want to point out about this episode is the guy that looked exactly like Captain Picard, except yeah. he had a goatee, and I was super confused <laughs> the whole episode. Maybe that's just like he's the Starbase guy, right? Captain uniform. <laughs> well, it is the Captain uniform. Died. How many pips did he have on his collar? He, he actually had three, so he was a commander. Okay, so he was Riker level. Yeah, he was Riker okay, level. Okay, not quite a captain. But I feel like this guy either was just like a Picard reject, like someone they liked. I was gonna try it out to be Picard because he looks just like um, he had. A, except he has a goatee. He had a really good reading, and they were like, "We don't right. like." Because we should point out to listeners if you're not familiar that this is the first season yes, first of the season. show. So the show, this is actually a lot of people really hate the season, but I personally, it's my favorite. I think it's and great. All the episodes are really weird mm-hmm. and they're super different, and they're kind of different from all the other seasons. Yeah. Like the character, the writers are still figuring out who the characters are. Yep. And we'll yep. talk more about that in a bit, but like it's the most it's weird. Star Trek original series. Yeah. Of the next generation, I think so too. And this episode yeah. really highlights that absolutely in a big way. Yeah, it's super different, and weird, yeah. and they go some weird places with it, and they do a little bit in the beginning part of season two as well, but. It's unlike all the other stuff. And Riker is, at this point, beardless. Yes. So that's really interesting. Always special. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't like him either way, but I can't tell which one I, I like least. Oh, man. Oh, he's really? my favorite. So you don't, you don't I, I would go with Beard Riker, just because I think beards are cool. Uh, I don't know, man. We well, both are bearded, so I would imagine. <laughs> no, no, no. I guess beards, yes. But okay. I don't yeah. know. Just, he's a creepy dude. This I, is also the series where they were still trying to get their costuming right. Yes. So if you notice, like their costumes do change in this in the pre- later seasons mm-hmm. two and on mm-hmm. from the one piece suit with like a zip in the middle mm-hmm. to a two piece suit. And if you look, the the actors look so uncomfortable in the suits. Like they look like it they're looks, just excruciating. It looks like a backstage 
Cirque de Soleil type. Yeah, like, just, yeah. Just, they're like skin tight. Yeah. You can see a little bit of Riker's package a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't notice Which I loved as a child. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks like Star Trek uniform. Yeah. No, no. There was apparently a lot of complaints about the particular yeah. uniform uh-huh. from the actors. The change to the to the, the pants two piece and shirt. Yep. Which led to uh, you know Picard's signature pull down Picard at the maneuver. top. Yeah. Yep. The Picard maneuver. That's right. Anyways, we should probably talk about the episode. Um, but anyways. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, <laughs> so, so the series starts and they're pulling it. The episode starts, excuse me, and they're pulling yeah. into this starbase because mm-hmm. they're going to undergo maintenance. Starbase seventy four. Yeah. And which sorry, fun fact. Recycled footage from from the third movie, Search for Spock. Oh yeah. All the Starbase stuff is recycled footage from that. They just superimposed the Enterprise D over the Enterprise A. What? And well, shit. It's, uh, I had no idea. <laughs> so I, super I cheap still to do. do. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right. <laughs> I feel like this episode almost was like a catch-all too. Like the writers were like, "Oh, we need to write one more episode. Yes. Let's just put this one together." Mm-hmm. Alright, so like the mood at the, the very beginning, they start off with like, uh, fake Picard is very like, you guys are late, <laughs> and it's almost like a, like a rushed thing, Yeah. yet everyone on the Enterprise is taking a weird vacation, Yeah. Worf is playing what I assume is laser tag. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> well, he gives a great speech, by the way, yeah, where it's like, does. why do you keep score? Yeah. If it's not about winning, why do you keep score? Love that. Yeah. And everyone just has a really quick, like, one-liner explanation about why they're not going to be in the episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Crusher, that's the doctor lady. Uh She is just like, there's a guy, and he's awesome, and he he wrote the book of the field, and I'm going to go talk to him. And she's really excited just just to not be in the episode. Like, there's no reason to even mention her. Maybe right. those actors only had, like, one day of filming, and then they had the rest of the week but off or something, and they needed zero days of it. filming, because everyone, in the, everyone yeah. on the ship gets evacuated, get, gets kicked off the ship. Right. So it doesn't matter where they are. Troy's not in the episode. She's not That's right, fans. yeah. So you're right. We yeah, don't know they should have all pulled the Troy. Right. <laughs> I just want to point out, yeah. I think, so in the opening scene of this episode, too, they're docking, and uh, Jordy is at the comm station, um, and Riker is basically just like telling him when to do what. Right. But really, Jordy does all the work. Although Riker gets all the accolades. Well, Riker's like engage the mooring beams. Jordy does it, but then mm-hmm. for the rest of the episode, Picard keeps going like, "Way to go, Riker! Good job! Like, you didn't really do any of the work. Jordy did well, all the work." True. To be fair, though, Jordy was not head of engineering at this time. Ooh. He was still uh, red, which true. Okay, yeah. I so don't he was not know who was here, <laughs> but I don't think it was him. Okay, or if he if it was him, he's junior grade commander, not full on commander level lieutenant commander. Uh-huh. Well, it would fit in the plot of this episode if so he wasn't a head of engineering, right? Because it seemed like no one really understood what was going on. True. Yeah. Everyone was just like, "There's yeah. a problem, engineering." Right. Someone help. True, yeah. Yeah. and that makes sense because uh, I noted that Wesley, when he realizes something's going wrong with the ship, which we'll talk about Wesley again in a second, um, he call, he calls Commander Data and not Geordi, yes. and I, it wouldn't if Geordi at the time was the chief engineer, it wouldn't make sense for him to call Data. Right. Although Data is number two, yeah. so although um, I'm probably really wrong, he probably is. I'm just not. I'm not remembering right. I'm but, not sure. No, you might but, be right. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. But um, 
But that's, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's that's so point. all the characters are talking about the things they're going to do with their time off. And yeah. Picard makes a really interesting statement that I, that I thought <laughs> was really funny. And he says, I'm going to put on my relaxation light. Yes, like, yes. What's a relaxation the light? personal relaxation, relaxation light. Yes. My personal it's a flashlight. Rela- yes, it's a exactly. Flashlight. Yeah. Yes, I hope it was. Oh, I hope so. I, I wrote that down too. That was, and there's also a scene great. where like, so Riker's walking around talking to all of his buddies on the ship and asking them essentially like, what are you going to do with your time off? And they all have various responses. Yeah. Um, but then wh- he comes back to the bridge, and the bridge is empty, except for Wesley, who's watching the binars like working. And he's watching them, and the binars look a little jittery and skittish about their work. And uh, Riker, like, they have a little conversation, and then he leaves, and he tells Wesley, like, you have the bridge. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, like three episodes ago, episodes ago, Wesley wasn't even allowed on the bridge, no. and now you're just letting him have the is bridge. He, is he young for his age, or is he like? Young for his age. <laughs> I am a little retarded. But, um, is he supposed to be like 13? He's yeah, pretty young. Yeah, so I think young. he's like 13, 13 maybe. 14 level. Yeah. He is, and, uh, I, I want to say, like borderline genius intellect level. Yeah. He's, I haven't he's seen that. He's super smart. I haven't he's supposed seen to be. That. Okay. You probably haven't seen it, but he's supposed to be. He, Wesley's or, kind of his like storyline is like crazy solver. because of his like unique abilities yeah. and stuff. He's kind of like the problem solver for season one. Yeah. Like, in The Naked Now, he solves the asteroid collision. Yep. Um, He causes a pretty big problem in the one where they all get drunk. um, And he, like, creates a force field that keeps everyone out of engineering. And then, like... I think that's the one. Oh, is it? But I think think he solves it. Oh, The Naked Now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, true. Okay, so, but when you give a person the bridge... Yes. Is that a big deal? You would think. It seems to be a very casual thing. But... It might be a special case where, since the ship is is in a starbase, okay. and some of the crew is off the ship, maybe. All right. You know, okay. He's, you can you can captain the ship yeah, while we're in port. Maybe he's made to make him okay. feel better. Maybe. You know, like but oh, he's Wesley. Like, yeah, like go play with. Is he even like an acting ensign? I think no, he might. He's not even acting. Yeah, he's not even like an point. acting ensign. Also, in the beginning of the series, the car was like no kids on the bridge. Right. He yelled at Crusher about it at one point. Oh yeah. And now oh, yeah. Wesley's just like, hey, can, Bobby, we, Carter, can Carter, we talk Carter, about those, those binars before we get into this yes. whole story? Yes. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> I have a fun fact about them, too. Okay. Oh, okay. Is the fun fact that the back of their heads look like purple vaginas? No, I did not <laughs> notice that. All right. But I, okay. that's great. But that's my fun fact. <laughs> okay. Um, and I believe the only hair on their heads is directly below their ears. Okay. Which is unsettling. The first time I watched this episode, I did not notice it. The second I time, I really couldn't see anything else on the screen. Oh, well, I didn't I was I didn't, locked I didn't in to their weird ear beards. <laughs> it, I, I couldn't that's gonna be a tag pay attention. Hashtag ear beards. Um, that's or fantastic. grandpas only. Apparently, the people who played them uh, were, were all women meant to be men. So all those characters are meant to be men. Okay. No, they, they, they had to be tiny. played by women. They specifically said they don't have, like... Traditional gender. genders. Uh, well, then I guess they were played by women, and their voices were monotone down to, to sound be more like, Im- or like uh, men. I, I right. found that very interesting because they were clearly women. They were curvy. So why hide it? Like it just felt kind of strange. That's true. They could have just had all women. Did you say yeah. they were curvy? They, they were, were, they were curvy. curvy in the, in they the had hips. Some of them had some hips. I, the can't, hip area. I can't be associated with you two. Not that I was looking, but uh, yeah. You they noticed had, the ear beards. Some, and you're giving me the 
gruff first thing they had to do. Uh, they had some curves going on. <laughs> I thought so I, too. Yeah, I missed all of a that. Split okay. out, a little yeah. bit split out yeah. on there. Um, <laughs> also, back to Wesley for one second. No wonder that the binaries are so like nervous. He's just standing there watching, watching them work the whole time with like a weird smirk on his face. He's, like, that apparently would make, he's a that boy would make genius. Anyone scared? He's also like he watches them pretty much the entire episode too yeah. because he says something at one point where he's like, "I have a question about the binars." And the yeah. guy, the fake Picard's fake like, "Why don't you just ask the binars? They're people." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Oh yeah, I and guess he, you're and right." He's just, he's, I think he like I don't know. I guess he adores them or something. But it was just very strange to see. It was him. super so, weird. So the overarching premise is that the Enterprise yeah. needs an upgrade or maintenance or something. Basically. Yep. And these binars are supposed to be good at that. Are, are fix it. They're upgrading the computer system. Yeah. And their whole race is premised on a central planetary computer yeah. that their race is like so I guess uh, but, in connected with they're basically that's how they just, function. I mean but why would the Federation entrust the flagship to an outside well, are there? Are, I, feel I don't know. That's don't a recurring know. theme of the whole it's, series. I don't know why what the Federation the really entails, but could they this? be part of the Federation? They might be. That, that's what I assume. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. I, would assume I that guess that's, that's, that's fair. True. Okay. I guess but, that's fair. But I mean, and spoiler alert, I guess. But <laughs> the whole premise of this episode is that they are trustworthy, and that's why they're doing it. Yeah. But the only thing to know about their race is that. They're going extinct and could totally use an enterprise to save themselves. Yeah. Like, like their their whole species is in, is in peril, and that seems to, no one knows that. Well, it seems like you don't find that out till the end, though. But right. if they were a planet, if they you were a Federation, think someone in the Federation would know this, yeah, right? That's like an true. ambassador or something. And like, be like, like, hey guys, Picard. we yeah. need your help. But they um, would just say like, hey. Help. Yeah. Which they do ask them at the end of the episode. Why did you just ask us for help? And right. Like, oh, they, I guess they you could have said no. Explain it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, moving on. I just so, had to. Have yeah, yeah. I wanted to know too. Like, so and this is really early in the series, and they're still kind of figuring out like who all the characters are. And there's a really funny scene where Worf just says like the most Worf thing. Yeah. It's like pre-Worf is a person with feelings mm-hmm. kind of thing, and he's just a caricature. Um, and it, they ask I, they're going to play Priestley Square yeah. and uh, you know they invite Riker along he's like oh I can't play you guys already have enough players or whatever and, and he's like well have fun and he's like if if winning isn't everything why even keep score right. he's super and this is so such a warf yeah. thing to say it's really interesting. Yeah, and he's then, super warp. He's like super robot. Yeah, warf. yeah and it's like it's always over the top and yeah. just like too much yes. too much whatever um, also, their outfits for that were ridiculous. The, but that's a recurring. Those yeah. are the same outfits every time they mention right. Parisi Squares right. in the series, and they're so. <laughs> like, what could that tech. game be? Because that was it's it's super it's dangerous. Oh, yeah. laser tech. It's like that's tech. what it looks like. I think we see it at one point. There's played. a game where Riker plays his father in an episode. I think it's Pegasus. Maybe is the episode. But that's I don't think it's father, the same game. But I think. No, no, there is one where he plays his oh, dad. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Pegasus is his old uh, captain. Okay, sorry, a different one but then. But th- yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I think, I think you see it. Okay. So it's a sort of racquetball Anyways. type thing. Yeah. All right. Um, anyhow, so uh, eventually um, Riker, who's just basically wandering around the ship, finding something to do, because I guess he can't have fun by himself, <laughs> um... <laughs> Ventures into the holodeck, which the binaries are working on. 
and he requests... I'm so sorry, but before that... Okay. He walks in on Data, Data and... Jordy. Oh, Jordy. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. I wanted to talk about this, too. Sorry right. to go back. So, so Data is painting. Yeah. Trying to experience emotion or something says, like that. Pure creativity. I'm trying. I'm trying to grasp grasp pure creativity. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, like a super interesting experiment, mm-hmm. and immediately uninvited, Riker is a complete dick. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's Joe's just like we, we better, you know, put this down in the history books. Oh yeah. Because a blind man I, teaching Android the paint. Yeah. Like, that's worth a few pages of someone's book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So first that's of all, like, that should be really impressive. Ah, yeah. what a prick! Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like going to the little kid and basically saying "try harder" or yeah. you know, "that's nice." I can't wait till you're actually good at something. Yeah. And then they try <laughs> being like, super funny yeah. and like they say what it is, and yeah. then he's like, "Oh, is that what that's supposed to be?" And Data right. gets offended, which almost seems like a genuine emotion. Yes, but because it's not being addressed as him experiencing emotion, it actually seems natural. Right. I fucking hate Data. So. <laughs> I know you do. Sorry. It's great. It no, is that's a little great. interesting. Yeah, they say they're painting xylo eggs. Yeah. Which are weird. I figured... Okay, so I'm not an expert in creativity or anything, but when sure. I... When he says, like, I want to experience pure creativity, I figured he would go with something, like, more abstract. But he kind of goes for a realistic type of painting. And I have to say, I don't... kind of abstract, I don't though. really like Data's artwork. Yeah. I'd, I'd put that in an office. Oh really? Yeah, I, I guess I, I like. There that is maybe could go good in the Star Trek dental office here in Orlando. Yes. There's a <laughs> there dentist is, here there in Orlando yes, there that is. his office is Star Trek. He was on. He was on the Trekkies documentary. Yes, he was. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, but you're right. I feel like Data would paint something like the Sistine Chapel. Just go, yeah, go crazy Classic. realistic. Maybe like try to paint a scene from like a war. Yeah. Because he's just, George Washington crossing would, the Delaware. No, he but recre- that. no, but recreation is not is the opposite of their intent. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I am I can't believe I'm defending data right now. <laughs> how can how can you guys be this wrong? I guess so. I don't know. I just see him doing something very very detailed. You know, like yeah. pixel art, but times, he'd be really good at times it. a million. I don't know. It's All like right. a really complex me. paint by numbers. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um so to the holodeck. So Riker makes it to the holodeck where he requests a jazz club. And then <laughs> immediately requests a whore. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, just. Also, like, how did this, how did, so the question, the line of questioning, too, when he's talking to the computer yeah. is, like, he says, a place to play some music. And then the computer responds, specify. And he just says jazz. Like, specify could mean anything. Right. It could well, be he did. where specifically, and he did that next. I thought, like, how did the computer know? Also, too, next. we should point out that this episode, when it came out, like this is early nineties, so it's actually eighties. Eight, ooh, sorry, late eighties, late eighties. Ooh, dang. Okay, uh-huh. sorry, everyone. But this Fine. is when computer knowledge is still mm-hmm. super basic. Like, no one owns a computer. I did For not sure. own a computer at this point in my life. Um, all those different things. So there's some really interesting things they say about computers in this episode that are just so It's weird. very Tron-level type yes, of stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, especially later when they're looking at the view screens, and we'll, I'll, I'll get to that. But Yeah. Um, and, yeah. But anyways. Yeah. At this point in Star Trek Universe, computers are like somewhat non-literal, which I'm kind of looking yeah. forward to. Right. So I hope <laughs> we get to a time where computers are non-literal. Yeah. 
So in in his uh, specifying exactly what he's looking for in the holodeck, <laughs> immediately he, asks for a whore. He says, you know, obviously, like, and then he just keeps on getting creepier yeah. and creepier. He's like, no more sultry, no yeah. blondes, and then so no, 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 not, not just no, no blondes. Together. The exact words are blondes and jazz seldom go together. Yeah. <laughs> As though that's a real thing. That's a <laughs> phrase that everyone knows. Which, unless I'm just very uncultured, is not. Yes. Are yeah. there any blonde jazz musicians? <laughs> Probably. I'm yeah. sure there are. Anyway, so then we are introduced to Minuet. Minuet. And I really wanted to make fun of her like stereotypically 80s hair. Yes. But as we just revealed... This happened in the 80s, yes. so I, I have to retract. Her whole outfit so you can still make fun so of it, 80s. Her first appearance when she's standing at the bar, her legs are kind of weirdly ankled. Yes. She's holding a drink. She is just the weirdest looking woman I think I've ever seen. I thought and so Riker's too. And Riker's reaction is priceless. When he sees her, her, his face just goes dead serious. Like This is like the most beautiful woman he's ever seen. Yeah. But she looks so ridiculous. Yes. He she looks like a clown. She does he like flips her makeup between, is like really over the top. It's just accepting everything as reality, and this is a program like fifty times this. Oh episode. yeah, yeah. But there's several times where he's talking about her in front of her. Yeah, he's like, I don't right. know, her program is just so sophisticated, and I'm like. If you and he says, I think I could come to love her, and I'm yeah. like, well, maybe you should talk to her. Like she's sitting How in the room with you. How far this relationship go? <laughs> yes. That's that's what he asks. He's her. immediately asking, "Can I have sex with right. her?" Right? Like, is she fully is functional? She have <laughs> yeah. A flashlight. Does she have pubic hair? P- Which I'm sure she does. Yeah. <laughs> the 80s. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it's just his reaction was he was so shocked that like this computer could make her when the other woman before her were probably more attractive yeah. <laughs> than her. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. He also says to her, this is the pickup line, what's a knockout like you doing in a computer-generated uh, juke joint like this? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but if your fantasy, if, if you have a holodeck at your disposal, yeah. and your first thought is, I want to seduce a woman with a trombone solo? Yes. Yeah. Like... You are an unrelatable also, ass. Dan and I are musicians, and we played in a lot of bands, mm-hmm. marching bands, because we're nerds. Trombone players are weird. They're yeah. all super well, maybe weird. Right, it's the least, maybe right, it's the least it. sexual. It kind of is. It kind of. Girls want to date drummers. Yeah. And trombone players. Okay. They don't want to date trombone players. Do you players. think he actually played those notes? Or do you think he, he did. Was, I found out. Uh, Will uh, or sorry, Jonathan Frakes the. What is a trombone player? He played okay. in college apparently, cool. and that when the writers, I guess, kind of found that out, they worked that into the yeah. the Will Riker character okay. because that's a recurring theme too. He played yeah. trombone several times yeah, throughout yeah. the series, but um, his entire backup band was faking it the whole time. Oh really? I did definitely make sure I watched that. Okay, <laughs> okay. They but they did make fun of their him hands around and for pretending. not being good. Oh, although I think he was actually okay. Although I will, I love that one of the band members, I don't remember which instrument, Mm -hmm. leans into him, leans in and says, The bass player, the bass player, the bass player. player. And uh, so he's talking about Minuet, and and this bass player leans in and says, Too real, too right. (laughs) Right. And I was just, ah, it just, 
I vomited in my mouth a little bit, <laughs> and that's just gross. Yeah. yeah. I thought that the bass player was the Jizza from the Wu-Tang Clan for a second, because he looks... His, he has can we talk about his haircut? hair. Can we talk about his haircut for a second? Jizza, yes, yes. It's insane. It's, yes. It's super insane. <laughs> I have no idea what it's was like happening with his head. With, it's like baby mop dreads, the kind a of... A little bit, but like there's sort of, a clear disconnect between like the undercut and the what's on top. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it looks a lot like yeah. a mop. But then I think, does he have facial hair too, or something? A little bit. Yeah. He looked, he looked like he was from Stomp or something. A little bit. That's stuff. Yeah. That's a weird <laughs> going to your barber I'm, saying, I want to look like I was in Stomp. I'm, I'm taking it there. You know, right. Stomp was pretty successful. It was that era. So. Yeah, it was, that, that was the right time. Um, she has a super sparkly, like crazy sparkly necklace and mm-hmm. earrings on. Yeah, Claire's, I, Claire's finest. Oh man, I thought I was in a J.J. Abrams film for a second because yes, there were so many lens flares. This is where J.J. got that. I film. must have been because he did go on to direct uh-huh. the newer Star Trek movies, so... Also, while he's hitting on this computer-generated uh, date, uh, Picard walks in, and I just wrote, like, embarrassing! Most he's awkward like, part of the episode. So, but there's so See, many See, I of think those. he prevented it, uh, sexual assault. You, you think so? <laughs> 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 sexual assault. If you walked in on a friend making out with someone, I would turn around. Or, a, or even a PC program, you know, you'd probably walk out, right? Yeah. But no, Picard's just like, oh, um, you have a nice thing going on here. Tell me yeah. more about that. Yeah. Okay, so, all right, speaking of who's in the holodeck, why is anyone in the holodeck? Like, what do you mean? This whole, their whole, the Binar's whole plan yeah. is to, like, trap Riker, and they say that Picard was never supposed to be there. See, I thought the same thing at first. Why didn't they just make everyone evacuate? But there's a throwaway line at the end of the episode where the Binar's say, we needed at least one of you right. here right. to wake us up. Oh, no, yes. I remember that. Yeah. I'm saying... How did they get him there? Was he? They were they just hoping he's Riker? Him? Yeah, yeah. There's no was he reason to the holiday. No, he was not. There's no reason why he shows up except right. just to go check on the two who are working on it, who I assume were there just for him to lure him there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. I guess if their pre- their presence they lured him there, they don't really nudge him into being like, "Hey, check it out." Mm-hmm. He just, "Hey, maybe I'll check it out." <laughs> So right. they got really lucky. You're right. And that's true. That, yeah, yeah, that true. bothered me yeah. a lot. And then when Picard shows up, I felt like he wanted to have a threesome with them. <laughs> yes, he was it a was little so too interested. It was in... so creepy. But then he he walked himself back because like, eventually, even even when Minuet was like clawing at him to stay, he was still like, "No." Nah, but it, that's when he also, knew something was going on. He wrong. also kind of hits on her a little bit, and I was like, I wonder oh, if yeah. Will is upset right. that Picard is hitting on his girlfriend. But for at least the full 10-15 minutes of showtime, Picard is just chilling with him. He's just, he's just yeah. chilling. I want to say that you there know. is a scene in this episode uh-huh. where we were talking about costumes earlier, where, okay, so Picard and Riker are engaged in the holodeck with this um, prostitute. Oh, they're engaged. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> with this prostitute and something goes wrong in engineering and they end up having to evacuate the ship so they're under red alert yes. and there's a scene where there is definitely a guy in a dress oh really like one of the short dress uniforms what's wrong with that totally a yeah in dress. intolerant it is the future it is the future so. yeah but I have a feeling they just kind of ran out of costumes probably okay. and so. it's like super crazy and tiny in the back, back background but it's like wait that's odd there was I, a guy in a dress I just totally running by it. and apparently some of the um Evacuation shots are from the very first pilot episode. So they oh, re- so they recycled. They recycled it. that too. So this episode is full of recycling. 
Now, be a Star Trek stuff. Okay, I have an argument for why Jordy should not be head of engineering. Okay. okay. It's because when there is a major issue True. discovered in engineering, his understand. first response is, don't you dare bother the captain or Riker with this. <laughs> yeah. They're engaged. For no reason. I don't want to get in trouble. In the holodeck. Let me handle it first. And then, this, it turns out to be enough to abandon the yes. ship. Yes. And at no point, they're like, we should probably tell the boss. Uh, just well, they eventually try to, but they find out that he's no longer on the ship, even though he is. No, mm-hmm. before that, I, I specifically oh, right. I wrote oh, no. this down. Oh no, you're right. Data says the he whole does. ship has to be abandoned, but there isn't enough time to get the captain because someone says, "Oh, shouldn't we get the captain?" He's like, "There's yeah. no time." Is the holodeck like the furthest point on the ship? Right. Uh, they have four whole I don't minutes. Think so. If yeah. everyone else can get off. Yeah. And it wasn't like, I how, thought... How is it too late? Don't know. Fuck that point. I thought there was only yeah. like a couple people left on the ship. No, there's a lot of people left on oh, the yeah. ship. Oh yeah, there was like a shitload of people <laughs> yeah. on the ship. I figured like, oh, everyone's off the ship. Yeah. There's like ten people left. Yeah. No, there's like hundreds of yes. people left on the oh, ship. Oh yeah, there was a lot. Yeah. There was so a lot. there was plenty of time yeah. to get yeah. the captain. Someone could have gone check the holodeck. Right. And be like, hey guys, we're out of here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Leave your yeah. whore prostitute trombone loving girl alone. Um, <laughs> So and, yeah, so oh, so they so they keep on becoming more and more infatuated with Minuet. Mm-hmm. Uh, she speaks French, so that's how she kind of pulls the card in, you know. Really, but even as she's trying to be convincing, when he says, "Oh, you you can speak French," I'm so impressed. Yeah, she just said, "Oh, you know, I just uh, downloaded French when uh, right I when, heard I heard, when I heard your she name." She totally breaks character. I don't understand her motivation or. Directives. Well, yeah, her, that's true. her only purpose was to keep them there. Because I, they programmed her to do that. Yeah, but I don't know. But you would think they would have given her a little bit more sultry of a background with French, you know, just in case to like entice the captain instead of. <laughs> to entice both of them? <laughs> oh. Instead of, you know, yeah, I downloaded it. You know? <laughs> Cause, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not I very that's like true. romantic. If, if her whole draw is that she's really impressive, yeah. she shouldn't, you know. Right. Tell them how she did it. That's a good point. That's a good point. And man, she sucks. She does. She sucks. So, uh, unless there's something else that I'm missing, uh, once once they get caught, the the red alert is now known to the captain and Riker. Minuet immediately explains all the details of everything for no apparent reason. Of his plan, yeah. She didn't have to. They t- no, it, they also it would probably advance their cause if she didn't. Yes. They go back to her at one point too to get more information about they the details. They do. And she's like, and she's still I there. Gladly share for some reason. Yeah, like the program didn't yeah. shut down. I'm sure, or it's she's still just well, sitting there. Maybe the binaries are asleep at this point because at at some point they. Uh, you know what? Maybe because yeah, yeah, we don't know exactly what their time frame is. Right. Maybe we should mention like why the binaries are asleep. So binaries, their planet. Is basically like a central computer that right. all of the beings are yeah, connected like a to. CPU type thing. Yeah, and the computer is shutting down, so it's it is slowly kind of killing all the people. Right. So the yeah, binary because of a solar that makes a lot EMP. Of sense. Yeah, uh, it was a so supernova. Which, okay. A supernova, and yeah. and their calculations were wrong. Right. Which, I was which like, awesome. No okay. Take over the enterprise, then. <laughs> right. Fucking also imprecise assholes. Their whole, their whole race yeah. is based on supercomputers. How could their cal- calculations be wrong? That make, right. that, again, early computing language. Right. People didn't really understand. Right. And I wrote, I would like, if they're is super this... smart, wouldn't they calculate for this? Yes. And yeah. guys, is this episode really just a parable for the dangers 
of I wrote automated, down. too much reliance on automation. Yeah. It, as soon as, Look the, how easily as, soon as the planet's computers stop hats. working, the species immediately starts to die. Right. Social goddamn commentary. <laughs> Anybody? I you so know, too. I would <laughs> say no, but the fact that the computer program was the one that tricked them and held them there, mm-hmm. I'm going to say yes it is. Because yeah. trust in the program well, just is the whole enterprise system was very yes. easily hacked. Yes. Very, super, very easily hacked. hacked. Yes. Um, uh, so, okay, j- I know we, we passed this part like That's fine. a long time ago, but they wear these like Sony Walkman devices. <laughs> okay. That, um, yeah. The yes. kid, uh, what's his name? Crusher. Wesley or asked, Wesley. Wesley. Wesley asks about it. Wesley asks yeah. about, hey, how can you guys speak in that high-pitched whatever? And it's like, like oh, a clicking language. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's binary. And... These things, they record everything, and then we just access that knowledge when we when we need. Which makes no sense. It doesn't answer his question, because no. he was like, how could you guys talk so fast? And he, they, they, give, they, they give him a yeah. sentence that does not address that. That does kind of answer the question, though, because they store the information as it comes in, and then I'm sure it kind of feeds it to them in a slower That's version. That's not how conversations work. Well, they look at each other, and it's, it's it is in real time. clear that they're That's talking true. back and forth. So why would they just store it in this little, like... Fanny pack type thing. It's such a small buffer that we don't notice. That's how fast it is. I think that was just a moment to just have Wesley ask them anything, and that was the best they could think of. Yeah, Yeah. like he had had to hit his. I have ten lines. This was definitely like, yeah, we need an X number of episodes this season kind of episode. Okay, so all right, I, I this episode went completely over my head because their planet was in trouble. Yeah, they. Uploaded their whole species history, the whole, yeah, their or whole whatever that is, out of the entire history, of yeah. to the Enterprise. Right. Let's assume that makes sense. Then everyone's like, "Ooh, it's password protected." Yes. No, it wasn't password protected. Riker goes, "I just need to know what the name of the file is." Right. What's the yeah. file it's name? The like, file that it's the whole, everyone it's, says is taking up ninety percent of the enterprise. That's yes. the one. We yes. can't find it. But no, they, they talk about a password. Yeah, it's a password. Except why would they protect it if they if the binary's goal is for it to be accessed? See, right. Yeah. Right. Early computing. He literally says, I, I don't know what the confused. file name is. Right. Oh, yeah. What? That doesn't make any sense. I was very confused during that whole part. I, yeah. I had to read the Memory Alpha article to figure out how they solved the password. Yeah. Do you well, guys I, I, no, I don't no. know. See, I just, feel like I know the solution, but they, they didn't show any of the conflict right. to make it worthwhile to watch. Because yeah. Riker is yeah. sitting at one comm station, and he's like, oh, no, this is password protected. And then Picard comes down, and he sits down, and he goes... Well, they work in pairs, so maybe you need two. And then they just stupid. magically figure it out. But that was like, their first no... attempt. Yes. Yeah. It was the first Which, attempt. That's not how but conflict you know works. How they, you, know what, you know what the password was, right? What? It's the name of the episode. Is right. It like... But you know what that, we know what that means? Oh, no. Oh, I do not. Oh, okay. okay. See, it's super confusing. Is it the word password? No, no. That would be... <laughs> it's hilarious. It's super confusing because they, they never explain what 1001001 one, one zero zero one zero zero one is. That's the password. Yeah. Which but is. how'd they get to that, right? Mm-hmm. The show does not explain that. Right. That's the names of each of those four people, each of the each of the That's binars right. in the order that they were laying on the ground. So they're they're laying in like a like like a square type thing. There's one zero, then there's no no sorry, there's one one, zero zero, one zero, and zero one. That that's their four names. That's the password. 
The show nope. does. The show does not explain. Nope. I bet on their planet out there at is all. a lot of confusion. About yeah, you're talking to you because there's only like five the sh- names. In the, the show planet. does not explain that, and I never got that until I read the article. I'm gonna have to like. I didn't oh, get that either. Because that's why the card says, "Could it be that simple?" And he's looking at them laying down. Oh my god. And I was this like, show sucks. But they, <laughs> why didn't they explain that? I don't know. I mean, I, I think I'm a kind of smart person. I did not get that that was what that was until. Me neither. I had no idea. That, there was an extra 10 minutes of show <laughs> yeah. they had to have cut out. All I just, they had to say was, oh, it's just their names. Right. In, in order. In order in which they're laying down. But hold on, weren't they like in a circle? They were, which is even more confusing. Yeah. So, oh, but Jesus. there's there's like clearly like a, like a, I guess a, I don't I don't know. I guess the captain knew it. But there is a that's super, confusing. super duper dramatic hallway scene in this episode. <laughs> which which one? Where that? the two, if, once they find out that the Binders have taken over the ship, they're uh-huh. walking to go get some weapons. And they go, they're walking really dramatically. Dramatic. Oh. They're like, oh. they're in sync. <laughs> and they just like, I can just imagine what filming that day was like. Yeah. We just need you to walk down this hallway like a hundred times. Really dramatically, and then they scan. They walk in a room, and it's just a weapons room. Yeah. Well, oh, that, that's, that's true. because and the very like, first reaction to "Oh my God, we're in trouble!" is we should blow up the ship. Right? Yeah. yeah. Is that typical procedure well, on this show? Well, kind of makes sense though, because they're like, if you I can't have it, yeah, no one else should. You don't want the flagship to fall into enemy, enemy hands. hands. Maybe, uh, okay. Maybe the binars to sell to the Romulans or to the Klingons. You know, uh, you they might, also maybe our piece, they also beam themselves. They do to the the bridge to mm-hmm. try to. Cause a diversion and yeah. like, and but and this is it's pretty cold meanie. That was they would have had him there. Brian was not there to, to help him out, or he was back. By the way, shameless plug, not my stuff, but you, sh- anyone who's listening, should definitely check out Chief O'Brien at work. Oh, it's the funniest yeah. comic series on funny. the internet. That is really good. Um, but anyways, let's get back to the show. Um, <laughs> the back to the weapons room thing. You think they're gonna leave the weapons room with these crazy like assault rifles? No, rules. they don't. So it's like that. All they, they get are just the boring the phasers. phasers. It's like I wanted some like battle and so, armor. Dude, this is when the cockpits are like super carries. tight, so they don't really have yeah. pockets. Does the and Enterprise just, carry like, any heavier packs? artillery? There, there is a heavy did. phaser like rifle. It, it looks it looks okay. like a super scope for the for the NES. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's some sort of like heavier okay. blaster. Right. Grab just some but yeah, phasers. I wanted armor. I wanted like you especially know, with the helmets. dramatic walk there. Exactly. Yeah, that was that was. That's all I get. That's all I get. Yes, uh, this episode is. <laughs> yes. So okay, so they figure it out, and as soon as the history is. Redownloaded. What I don't know what they do to yeah, the, the they file. basically waited for the EMP to pass right okay. past their planet. Then they're gonna redownload the file from the Enterprise into the planet, and that solves it. Well, but it immediately woke them up and made them happy and alive again. It did. I don't. Yes. I don't get how that shit works. They. Yeah, go ahead. Try. Uh, I, I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And what's his the mission? stuff I don't that know. Riker says about the data on the screen is all bullshit. Yes. Because it's just a bunch of circles. Right. How? Like it's that's all. He's it is. like this file. Is they amazing. also guess it's that it's incredible. It's like it's just circles on a screen. Well, like he it, he couldn't figure out the file name, so right. that was a problem. But, but they like, also say like we need a passcode, and they automatically okay, it's binary. It has to be eight or sixteen characters. Yeah. They're like. You're right. Uh, how they guess I could have right. been 
There could have been there anything. There's so many possibilities. There could have been well, anything. No, that's that's how binary is written. I know, but like well, how, yeah, but, they but, but how, how they got to like those know, specific eight, ones. 16, you know, and that that goes back to the thing with the captain saying, "Can it be that simple? simple?" And 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 yeah. it's names. Yeah. That that whole part's bullshit. I fucking hate it. It's yeah. The worst. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. So but they yeah. ask the bin- binars like after they wake up, like, "WTF? Why did you steal the ship?" And then they explain to them all. Oh, you know, our computer was going to get knocked out. We needed help. And they say, um, well, you could have just asked us. And they go, oh, well, you might have said no. And I pose the question, is this show actually another parable for how it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission? Mm, I didn't get that because I was so mad about Riker's response to that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, they're binary. They only have yes or no. It's like, oh, they have binary thinking. Yeah. They only know ones and zeros. Which, you know what? I kind of bought. Oh, fuck you. No, see, I kind <laughs> of bought it because it, if they think in yes and no, then... They don't! Then them not helping, that, that you know, they, they, don't, they don't know a maybe. They participate in deception. I it know. is not simple yeses and no's. I know, no. but I kind of bought that one. I guess their chances I know were better. They didn't want the 50-50 chance. But, They'd rather I mean, have, like, if they would have really thought about it, they would have known that that the Federation would have, would have absolutely Especially if they're part of the Federation. Helped. If they're part of the Federation, yeah. they could have just the said, The Federation like, hey, helps guys. their enemies. So they would have definitely helped their allies to save their entire civilization, which is what basically the, the Federation is around for. In, right. in the, I'm sure, play. 10 minutes of deleted scenes that explain why they got the password, they probably explained the downside to helping them. Right. But... I don't give them that but credit. I want to point out, we haven't talked about this, but there's a whole scene prior to this where they're, where Crusher, Data, and Jordy, and Fake Picard are on the Starbase still, and they realize that the ship has been stolen. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to figure out what to do, and they're like, how many ships are close, and can, can we send another fleet, or blah, 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 blah. And um, Data says something about how, he, basically, he feels bad that it got stolen, and he's like, I shouldn't have been painting. It's like, oh, yeah, this is all big... your fault. But, he's, yeah. but he is right. What he is... shouldn't have been. Technically, <laughs> I mean, he does not need that sleep. That was his time off. Any no, all of his argument was sound. He's like, oh, yeah, shit, that was my duty station, and the reason I wasn't there yeah. is not valid. But, to be fair, Riker was in a holodeck. True. And he's a higher rank a com- than, <laughs> a computer program. than Data. But I mean, so, that's the benefit of having he's not wrong a robot or Android right. or whatever the hell you but call data. Just no matter what kind of life form he has, he has to be treated the same as any other crew. Right, so he does get he's time off and he has a... He's not a slave, he is a crew member. Yeah. See, no, I think, no, fuck that. Because he doesn't have the same needs as other crew members. But that's not for them to decide. He is sure, a, sure it is. He is a Starfleet officer. The reason yeah. you give a person so a smoke break is, eight to 10 hours. is because they need a smoke break. No, I don't agree if with that. If there's a robot that doesn't need that, you don't but need to provide it. Then, I don't really agree with that, though. you are putting, you know, your thoughts of what he is above what you mean. There's that, that episode measure of a man determines that Data is a sentient being and he's not a slave to... Starfleet. Mm-hmm. So he does deserve the right no. to have... I'm not even saying Painting force time. him to. He, he wishes he was there. Oh, he might wish it. Th- then it's his but fucking fault for leaving. he expected to, to always be... <sighs> yeah. Okay, well, Maybe he lost just... the Enterprise. <laughs> and I guess equality wins out. 
that's fucking what's liberals. Most, that's what's <laughs> so anyway, so uh, so we find out why everything happened yeah. for no good reason, and immediately Riker is like, "Okay, hold on, we got the ship back, everything's good." Cool. I'm gonna go check on my virtual whore. <laughs> and he's she's like a Tamagotchi. Sad. Prostitute. When she isn't the most impressive version. He's destroyed. Oh yeah. You, you can well, tell. Well, her he's, face. He's uh, dead inside. The she, makeup artist. Like, she'll be difficult to her forget. Face is what? creepy. Uncanny Valley. Like yeah. it's got a plastered like. Yeah, the, the last woman smile. that they got to be the the not minuet minuet. Yeah. Is very just black. Like I think she was hotter. Oh, oh, she was. Yeah, she what? was. Oh, she was. No, her face looked <laughs> like it was totally melty. Was. She was hotter because she wasn't that first actress. Yes, yeah, she totally. Her face was. looked a little melty to the me. First but had see, the first one, the holodeck was, was never glossy. that stupid though. So like, it still would have said something that, to him. That's one yeah. thing. Okay, every yeah. episode with the holodeck, it's the most realistic version of the yeah. holodeck ever. So even when it goes yeah, we're back supposed to, to be normal, impressed. yeah, true. You know. It oh. would have said, oh, hey, how you doing? Also, or, you know. even if she was super impressive, he doesn't happen to remember 15 minutes ago when he was betrayed by her. Right. Like, <laughs> right. that that right. never sunk in. Right. Oh, like, he was hoping to Oh, say, because I fell for this trick of a program, yeah. we lost the Enterprise, still in love. Yeah. Yeah. Idiot. And then, yeah, I think yeah. the last thing that is said in, in the episode is Riker saying, she'll be hard to forget. Yeah. And then that's the... That's it. That's the credits. Yeah. Uh, You're so sad. Some, uh, so sad. Some fun Minuet facts. Um, that same actress that played Minuet plays Riker's wife in an episode, uh, a uh, season four episode, yes. Future Imperfect, where Riker is um, seeing a false future of him as captain of the Enterprise. Yep. And he has a son. Yeah. And his son's name yep. is John Luke. Yep. Yep. She plays his wife in that, in that episode. Which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. They brought her back for that, so it proves that, that this character I'll is just credit for that. Stuck with him. Infatuated. Is 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 her name Minuet? No, no. I think it's uh, R something. Uh, I won't know, so it doesn't matter. I'm not if you're sure. Right. It's like uh, I don't remember. But yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and then Minuet does appear in one of the novels way later. That was published after the, after the show was done. Like fan fiction. Well. Officially licensed novel, but yes, essentially fan fiction. Okay, uh, but yes. was it a Peter David? No, it was a Peter David. Not really. But uh, she does she does return <laughs> in some capacity, so that's exciting, right? Yeah. Um, that is exciting. And then finally, <laughs> Frakes, and uh, years later, he said about this particular episode about the binars. Uh, I quote. A fabulous show. Those were the kind of chances we took the first season that when they worked, they worked great. It was a very chancy show, and I loved it. Those characters, the Binars, why haven't they returned? That was a very well-conceived idea. They should have them as regulars on the ship to fix the engines, or whatever the hell they do. <laughs> and I just love the whatever, whatever the, hell the hell they do, do. part. I just, and, and inviting them to come back and fix the ship. Yeah. And steal the oh, ship. <laughs> That's how Jonathan Frakes feels about this episode. He loves uh, it. Well, um, it's a very him-heavy episode. It is. It is. I, I, I would certainly agree with him that this episode was chancy. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll give it that as the most positive way to spin it. Yeah. Chancy. <laughs> I feel that the holodeck part of this episode is so ridiculous. It's a little cringy, to be honest. That it drags everything else down with it. 
Because the binars, I guess, are kind of interesting in a way. Mm-hmm. But the holodeck part just totally just... It's, yes. Yes. It's, it, is, it is cringeworthy. Yeah. What, what I've seen... massive level. What I've seen of the holodeck is the worst of this series. It's a this, lot of We that. should point out that this is actually the episode that Dan picked... As yeah. the one that he wanted to review as the worst, because specifically because of the holiday. Yeah, the, he the, said. Can yeah, we the, talk about the, the one where, where are, Riker falls in love yeah, with the computer? It's bad. It's really bad. I mean, I would say that it's the holodeck that I hate the most about the series. Yeah. Or I could say that it's Data. Or Data. Or Riker. <laughs> or like honestly, Riker. if your list is more than one thing, I hate this series. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why we're doing this show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I just want to say that I actually really I love this episode because I love Riker. Yeah. And, you know, I've talked a lot about, through other forums and stuff, the idea of people having relationships, including sexual, but also, like, as com- just life companions with automated entities, including, like, robots and stuff. So it's, it's a really early conceptualization of that idea. And I'm, yeah. I'm cool with that. Oh, yeah. I think, oh, it's, yeah. I think it was, it's an interesting It was idea. definitely a... a well thought out episode in terms of broader concepts. Absolutely. The whole series, I mean, Star Trek as a production yeah. has always been that yeah. way. I mean, Gene Roddenberry <laughs> was always super interested in the idea of what sex will be like in the future yeah. and relationships and things like that. And which is, there's several times throughout the series where characters are caught in somewhat like sexually compromising situations. Yeah. Like this scene in the holodeck where other people walk in on them and they're like totally fine with it. Yeah, they're not totally embarrassed. They're just sense. like, yeah. hey, I'm just making out with this chick right now. No you big totally deal. totally feel the sense that sex is a very open, free kind of thing. Absolutely. In the yeah. Which is that's kind of cool. cool. It's kind yeah. of funny. And th- actually, I just thought of this. The movie Her. Yeah. It wow. could be argued that this this episode is kind of like it's a, a prequel of, uh, uh, of you know required first, viewing first draft. <laughs> You could say um, yeah. of the movie Her, which I, I, I think is great. I oh, love that um, movie. Her yeah. is great, which yeah. is why it's nothing like that. Oh, right. It's, it's, <laughs> it's leaps and bounds ahead of this. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, the Human Centipede 3. Apparently, if you see in one, a, sh- <laughs> a shocker, they made two more. They made two more. Um, and just because I did a very cursory informational look, uh, it made, sorry, the third one, Human 73, made $14,000. Huge. That's... Box office flop. That's a used car. That's not millions, folks. That's, that's, not, a, that's not even a new car. That's not a no. movie. No. Anyway, so we decided to, what, do a, a versus episode? Yes, a episode. episode of What's Worse, uh... Zero zero one zero zero one versus <laughs> Human Centipede three. Um, to give a super brief synopsis of Human Centipede three, uh, it treats the first two Human Centipedes as uh, films, and a person in the real world sees them, gets inspired, and hey, wants to. He's a warden. Do it at, at at his jail. So the warden wants to run it at his jail. The human centipede program, I guess, to reduce food costs. That's all yes. I can think of. Um, and insubordination, I believe he says. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I mean, we can't speak too intelligently about it because we haven't seen the entire movie Centipede 3. That's true. We because have not seen it. human eyes can't consume it. They can't. It's no. unwatchable. We've, we've jumped around. You can watch yes. it for 30 second increments, and even then, you can get like 
four or five clips in yeah. before you hate yourself and just well, need a day break. I actually don't think you need to watch more than that because all the scenes better. are filmed in like one room with one character. You know, yes. you say that, but I've gone back <laughs> and tried to skip through it again, seeing new scenes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I literally, right before we taped this episode, I saw the main character cut the testicles off of a prisoner and then wipe the scrotal blood all over his head and face. Oh, I think I missed that part. Yeah. 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 So, um, there's, there's undiscovered treasures. <laughs> so maybe that could be like a fun game for you and your friends. That like would be a good game. You put Human Centipede 3 and yeah. you try to figure out which scenes you haven't seen before and how crazy they get. Because yeah. there are some like seriously crazy with the creepy main character like sexual violence scenes which I'm not super cool oh, yeah. watching. But oh, yes. they're, oh, they're yes. hard to watch. Like they're seriously disturbing for no reason. There's there's not it's not even a plot device. No. It's just how disturbing can we be? My favorite scene is the scene where a prisoner shanks the warden oh, and then has sex with that with shank the hole. hole. Uh it's it's great. Yeah, um... I don't know about great. It's no, it's some, not great. It's something. It's, it's pure shit. Let's be honest. Honestly, watching that movie makes me think Star Trek wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's the the, uh, the the focus of this episode, yeah, to compare the two, yeah, I feel like Star Trek is Citizen Kane and like the Shawshank Redemption. I agree. Rolled into one. And the human centipede is an insult to I I can't even call it entertainment. Yeah, it's not to to filmed things. Yeah. I want to go ahead and say I want to quote Newman after we had kind of watched through this this human centipede. Yeah, uh, where you mentioned that you felt like the invention of the digital camera was the worst thing to happen to cinema or like I, the movies I totally that. because of Human Centipede Three. Yes, um, because now any person. I mean, it's the best and worst thing, I yeah. guess, to happen to movies. You're giving people the affordability yeah. and ease to make whatever films they want, and I think that's the best and the absolute worst thing to ever happen to movies. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so, um, mostly the worst thing. Yeah. It, yeah. It, um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, so like, like, scene for scene, would I rather watch the trombone seduction solo Ooh. or... In Human Centipede 3, um, putting a, I assume, 50 caliber handgun into an open wound mm-hmm. of a prisoner and then firing it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, do I have to decide? I think you do. <laughs> yeah, I think you do. This is the first episode. You know, no, because at least I appreciated the shock value of. You, seriously? No, come on! I was not expecting that. No, no, no. I got. I don't know, man. This was. You see Riker's face when he's playing the trombone. He's actually. I don't think he's like that. I mean, again, we are experienced band nerds. I don't think he's like a terrible trombone player. He's pretty good. I don't care what the skills. It's just a creep, and he has a weird smile behind his embouchure when he's playing. He's always always does that. That's a trombone face. That's a trombone face. Oh, that's a that's a creeper face. 
He's it's, it's the like the like I'm gonna bone you later face because you're gonna with, be so impressed with my yeah. with my bone my bone skills. Yeah, or you know, am I am I looking at a yeah. vagina on the back of a pink head in right. Star Trek? Right. Or am I watching a man's asshole be stitched to another man's mouth? All right, fine. I guess I'll have to give that one to Star Trek. Okay. Okay. So, wow, that uh, seemed closer than I thought. I know it was that was be. so closer. Yeah. So, I guess I have to give the edge. If I had to recommend one, I would recommend. I, I'm not even going to attempt to get it right. One zero zero yeah. zero one you one zero it. zero one. <laughs> there you go. And then, but mostly zero. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's one vote for Star Trek. Yep. So I'm also going to say that this episode is definitely worth the journey, or okay. worth the voyage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mostly, again, I want to re- reiterate because I think the first season of this particular series is the best, and mm-hmm. you should watch it multiple times. Um, even though this particular episode is super cringeworthy, I think as a it has cultural value, and uh, it's fun, and I love Riker, so if you do too, you should definitely yeah. take that voyage. Okay. And you like it more than you said. Oh, definitely. Okay. Human Centipede 3 we is have to clarify for the fans. clearly <laughs> unwatchable. It's... I'm mad at Netflix for carrying. I am they a little bit too... They have, yeah. yeah, it's like, should I cancel We gave it Netflix money for clicking and watching it. Uh, yeah. uh, I feel dirty. We're, it's pretty awful. It's yeah. And like... The, I just, the main character in that movie is really creepy and weird looking. And the last Although scene of the movie... Although he looks like one... one on the binars. He, he does kind of. He could fit right in. He does kind of. Which I think is why we picked he this. Uh, he doesn't need the ball cap or anything. Versus, yeah. But the last the scene tie-in. of the film. He's the main yeah. binar. Yeah, he's the binar. The last scene of the film is him naked at the top of the like That's observation the only scene towel. Of the film I like. tower, That's the only one that, I, that I can get behind. Is for no reason. Yeah, it's him with the megaphone just yelling naked. So if you're going to watch one scene in Human Centipede 3, that <laughs> would be the scene. Watch that one. Otherwise. Watch Star Trek. Yeah. Did, did I mention that he ate the testicles that he cut off the prisoners? Oh, he he did not them. mention that. Yeah. Oh, oh, he he told his uh his his lackey to I believe cook the medium rare. Oh, okay. So cool. Just in, in case anyone was on the fence. Okay. Uh. Well, that changes my vote. No, there no, you no. go. <laughs> that's just my vote. Just kidding. Uh, yeah. I mean, one one zero zero one zero zero one. I hate saying that. Um, you know, I wouldn't call it a horrible episode. Uh, it's not good. The shell outside of the holodeck is pretty good, but once you get into the holodeck, it's kind of really bad, I think. Uh, but it does raise the questions that, that Beth talked about, about you know human interaction with robots and things like that. Um, so I'd, I'd say it's worth taking the voyage over Human Centipede 3, uh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely watch that last scene in Human Centipede 3. It's all you, all you gotta watch. Yep. <laughs> it's just him with the megaphone. Uh, yeah, that that's a clear victory for Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, I think Star Trek yeah, wins yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, gotta get to it. Yeah, maybe next versus episode we'll try a little bit of a of a closer uh, comparison. Uh, what's worse comparison? It True. literally uh, has to be. They are apples and oranges a little <laughs> right. bit. Right, they are. Yeah, a little bit. Um, or just maybe apple and rotten apple. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which would you rather eat? Exactly. <laughs> like, Hold on, that defeats the purpose of the same. Because apples, <laughs> you can totally compare apples and rotten apples. Yeah. Yeah, but one of them you don't want to see or eat. Oh, right. No. It's kind of like human centipede no. three. That's true. No. That's true. Anyway, Star Trek, yay. Centipede, no. Ooh, nice. All right. Uh, that's it, guys. Uh, cool. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Uh, see you next, next time. time. Take it easy. Thanks. Later.